Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. This year for Halloween, I'm going as the Native American mouse your parents brought home in form of another brother named Stuart Little Bighorn. Oh, and I'm a fun-sized candy bar that is seared all over your front door. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Two. That's the that on there. Triple T. T. That's three T's. Oh. And a T. Yeah. Happy Halloween, Happy everybody. Spook. Happy Halloweener. Happy Spook. What do you guys find for us, Holly? Erin, what are you actually going to be I don't I don't think I'm even going to oh, dress so up. Like... I know, but like, what am I going to do? I have, let's be, let's give my Halloween schedule. Okay. I have psychiatry and then therapy. <gasps> I can't go in a costume, and it's a new psychiatrist, so I can't show up in, in costume and be like, so why are you dressed as a sexy brownie paper towel man? I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I think that's fine. I just never got along with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's enough. <laughs> Is it? I we have this idea. That's what my therapist said. <laughs> we have this idea. We have this idea of dressing up as our middle school selves, mm. which mm-hmm. is the most terrifying thing in the world. Which I think I could still pull off in time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like we were supposed to go to uh, Salvation Army, and that didn't really, uh, that didn't really happen, but. It would have been so funny. Like, I already knew what I would have purchased. Yeah. What time is Salvation Army closed on Halloween? We could go on Halloween. At that point, it's not worth it. No, because then by the time we're done, it'll be fine. For my outfit, I would have bought... So middle school me would have been a red plaid skirt, fishnet stockings, knee-high leather lace-up boots, um, a black tank top. Um, But I can't lose 60 pounds by Halloween. I'm sorry. It's just not possible. Oh, that's true. (laughs) It is just like a little difficult. You know? I would probably have to lose closer to a hundred pounds. <laughs> so you know, being in your twenties is rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and mine would have been like a Wizard of Oz T-shirt mm-hmm. over a camouflage long sleeve shirt with husky boys jeans from Walmart. Probably cargo pants with like a bunch of big pockets. Did you say what shoes you were wearing already? Converse, black oh. ones with the flames oh. because they make you run faster and kick better. Are they drawn all over? Like of your, course. Your friends and you doodled Yes, on, on the okay. rubber parts, on everything. <laughs> One time I had a pair of Converse that I wrote Beatles lyrics all over because I was that gay. That's adorable. Thanks. I had, um, you know those checker vans? Yeah. Uh, oh. I had those and they were drawn all over. Yeah. Like they were, the, some of the, some of the boxes white squares are, yeah, are You're colored so in. stupid. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and on my Converse, they were drawn all over, but I also had the um, really thick, the, like thick laces, the wide laces from mm-hmm. Hot Topic. I'm trying to remember. One was Hello Kitty, I think. Hello Kitty, you're so pretty. Don't, don't bring Avril Lavigne into this. I'll always bring Let Avril Lavigne into this. She's a lot. Well, that's... <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, <laughs> we're here to... Today's episode, we're going to summon the spirit of Avril Lavigne, Ooh, the deceased Avril Lavigne. We have a Ouija board right here. We don't. We don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't but we just move your mouse on the... <laughs> I'm not moving it. Are you moving it? We do it over the keyboard and it types things. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, Avril Lavigne. I hope everybody at Sony Pictures is writing this down. I just gave you a brilliant movie idea. You're welcome. We have the lights off today. I Ouija. <gasps> and we're we're podcasting by candlelight. We it's it's so spoopy and. I also have a here. giant bowl of candy. And I have one candy bar that probably cost as much as that bowl of candy because I got it for my job. You just dragged me for my candy. <laughs> no, that's not true. I was Rude. dragging myself. I spent a lot more money on this candy bar than I should have. I went to Walmart and I bought this Halloween bowl of candy. Like, I'm sorry, I bought the bowl from Walmart. And it's super cute. It's all black. It says Happy Halloween. There's three pumpkins on it. I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited about my purchases. I know. We bought the same bowls but in different designs. Oh, wait, you had that same bowl. I have the same. It's the same shape. It's from Walmart, right? Oh, is it the orange one with it's the just cat? The, no, I think it's just got a pumpkin face on it. Oh, well, still cute. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. I didn't realize that. We decorated a while ago. Did we talk about that on the show? No, I don't think so. Did we? I think feel like... I don't know. We went... Um, Buck? Wild. Yeah, we had a day. <laughs> we It was like a Thursday where we just were together from like 10 a.m. to mm-hmm. 10 p.m. Because we're that those disgusting friends. Whatever. We had so much fun. <laughs> we did. Um, one of the things we did was we went like all over the place looking for Halloween decorations and we found these like super cute, like, um, there are string lights, but there's hangy parts and there's spiders (laughs) on the end of it. It's so cute. And then we went and got, um, spider webs and put them all on the front. We carved pumpkins very admittedly, admittedly, admittedly. Yeah. Way too early. <laughs> oh, because they're rotting on my front porch they're right now. They're dead F. I, do, I did mine. It was a little pumpkin with a scaredy face inside a big pumpkin that was jail. But I now it. I think I'm just going to like let it melt because it looks like it's a mouth now that's eating him and it's I like think, closing. He's like, I, oh. 
I liked it because the more the bigger pumpkin de- like decomposed, the more like the, you could Pronounced see the little pumpkin. Pronounced it was, yeah. Yeah, and then I And did... the little one's just fine. He's fine. She's yeah. doing great. He's covered from the elements. Yeah. <laughs> In a carcass of his brethren. <laughs> oh my god. So it's like the sad. same concept of making like chicken parmesan when you're just like it's, dipping chicken it's, oh my god. into baby chickens. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, being a vegan is really hard. You're so stupid. <laughs> uh. um, this podcast is 100% vegan, by the way. <laughs> oh my god, you're eating a chocolate bar. The pot, they're not eating it. Oh, I, you're saying all our are all of our listeners are vegan? Well, it's they better be. They're consuming something that's not animal based. Oh, that's it's a podcast. True. They're we're consuming not that. Based. Yeah, you're right. Tell all your friends, and we're keto friendly. Yeah, gluten free. Paleo. <gasps> Paleo. Low cal, high fat diet. Oh, is that what's cool now? Oh, that's true. And I'm on a very high carb diet, which is probably why I got hashtag full. <laughs> she thick with two C's. Yeah. You know what I'm thick of? Thick of all these promises, promises. <laughs> Do you know what that reference? Is? All these broken promises, promises. It's it's a three L W song. The girl from three L W. Is that that? No more. Baby, I'm a do-right. It's the same song. Is it? Girl. I don't know the rest of I it. Love I was so fixated on Thick of All the Promises, Promises. Anyway. I can't tell you. Take you anywhere. Because you always getting jealous and jealous. I was with you when you did. Yeah, I'll go. Oh, I'll Lord. Sing the she said, song. I'll go off. I'll go off. Today on the show, mm-hmm. we wanted to take the... I listened to one of the most famous podcast on the internet right now it's called my favorite murder oh yeah that is every yeah. week they i was ready to challenge you being like what is it it's that one <laughs> yeah that one's and they're famous. great yeah okay i'm not, I'm not here <laughs> i know you put me on the defense that's what we do okay that's our bit <laughs> it's part of the podcast and um in that podcast it's two women uh, karen kilgariff and georgia hardstark and they tell each other stories usually murder related hence mm-hmm. the name or just like spooky true crime stories and um, I thought it would be fun to do that this week. Yeah, so we, we came up with a couple of creepy, um, creepy happenings or like stories or things. I mean, okay, so it's funny because we both like agreed that we were going to do this. And I think we both came back with very different things. Yeah. Um, Aaron and I had discovered at a point in time that we were both interested in like super creepy, disturbing, morbid, horrible things. Yeah. And I, and it's, you know, it's, it's awful. And like, I don't want to tell people this. Like I, I'm, you know, morbid things interest me because they do to everyone. And the person I meet that's like, no, I don't like morbid stuff. I'm like, guess what? Yeah. They skin the neighborhood cats. You're lying. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's inherently human to yes. be interested in the morbid and the creepy because that's why we celebrate Halloween. That's why to we... live is to think about death. Oh, you yeah. know who said that? Who? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to leave. All right. Well, this has been a lot of <laughs> fun. You do, uh, that, you do that at least every other podcast. What, leave? Yeah. I get either kicked <laughs> out or I quit every week. <laughs> Because I was just inspired by Jerry Holloway and the Spice Girls. I'm just so ready to quit this and do my solo thing and fail horribly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, I want you to go first. Okay. Because work. I'm very self-conscious about Which the things I chose. I should probably plug in these lights because my you vision know, is bad. You know when you grow up and like you're reading a book and you don't have a light on next to you? Oh, and there's you're... so many. I didn't realize I it was all of them. Yeah. I, I Can had I disconnect it... one so like just this one is on? Just because I wanted your spooky fantasy to be alive and well. It's like, you know where it is? Where is it? I'm glad you're all along for the ride. It's over there. Okay. If you want to do that corner. Yeah, we're trying to make sure that it's spoop. I don't see it. It's in the corner, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Just so you guys are understanding what's happening. I have string lights up in my office where we record the podcast and... He turned them on so he could read. Because I'm old. Because okay. anyway, like I was saying, if you ever grew up and like you're reading a book in your house and your mom comes over and is like, ah, there's not enough light on. And yeah. She turns on you a light. You gotta go blind. She was right. I, I don't care. I still read in the dark. So and ever since then, I've never read a book. <laughs> That's Thanks, true for mom. Me. Yeah. Oh. How's everybody doing tonight? Who's really everybody? I don't know. The kitten's not here in the room with us today <clears> because he had to have food, but he's doing very well. Thank you for asking. Um, tonight, I got upstairs and I said, what am I going to do? And 
I turned on the TV and I was looking and I was like, oh, there's all these reality shows on my like YouTube page. And I was mm-hmm. like, let's do somebody who was on a reality show that's killed people. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let's do the guy. The guy. Who was on reality shows and killed people. Who? Rodney Alcala. Okay, I'm not familiar. The dating show killer. Oh, wait a minute. You probably know about him. He was on a dating show. He was on the dating show back yeah, in the seventies. That's 70s. the name of it. Yeah, yes. and then he won, right? Yeah. Okay, I do. I didn't know his name, but yes, I've gnarly. Heard of this. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> He's uh, a Mexican American man. Mm-hmm. He's born in San Antonio on August twenty third, uh, forty three, nineteen forty three. Happy birthday. He's a Leo. You know what I mean? Uh, us vibrant Leos. Uh, in nineteen fifty. 51, the family moves uh, to Mexico, and three years later, the dad is Splitsville. He leaves. Mm-hmm. So the family moves back to L.A., um, and Rodney's like 11 at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the point, it's Rodney, his two sisters, uh, his brother, and his mom. Mm-hmm. And this brings us to the 60s. So 1960, he's 17, and Rodney enlists in the Army as a clerk. So mm-hmm. I imagine I don't know things, and I certainly didn't look it up when I did this. Uh <laughs> A clerk is somebody who's not doing a lot of, like, combat. Yeah. It sounds like paperwork. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then he has a nervous breakdown because it's very stressful. Uh, he goes AWOL from the Army. He hitchhikes from um, Fort Bragg in North Carolina mm-hmm. to L.A. to live with his mom. So he for- hitchhikes across the country. Can you imagine doing that? Yeah. I, want to, I think about doing that all the time. Hitchhiking? Yeah, no, never mind. It would take you one person and they'd be like, you're murdered. <laughs> that's literally it hey where are you going oh you murderville did. yeah because that's where you're going now murderville the oh, capital population yeah population you just you <laughs> getting so murdered in the face happy halloween Ugh. so spook you're stressing me out don't ever grab, hitchhike i'm gonna grab a candy you should asmr it's not halloween without a thousand pieces of plastic in your life You're welcome. Oh, thank you. It's a twizzler. Um, he's diagnosed with uh, antisocial personality disorder by the military and is discharged once he's caught in California. Because they're, they're like, you can't just... Obviously, we're going to go to your mom's house <laughs> if you just bail, you know? Um, his later diagnoses from, like, other people after the fact of, like, all of his escapades and shenanigans... Other doctors have diagnosed him with narcissistic personality disorder, bipolar personality disorder, uh, and sexual he, to have sexual sadism, corm oh my god comorbidities, okay, which is like uh, the effect of all of his other diseases present. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the culmination of all this stuff has made him like super like sexually attracted to hurting and you know right maiming and murdering people. Uh, then he graduates from UCLA School of Fine Arts. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Um, and so this is about the time where like his first crimes start happening that they know of. Okay. Um, in 1968, Ronnie Alcala is in Hollywood living it up. He's probably going for some acting gigs, commercial stuff. Yeah. You know, he was a guy who wore earrings in Ew. the 70s. Who didn't? In the 70s, apparently, it was very strange for. For a man to be wearing an earring. Oh, really? The early 70s. I don't know. That's what somebody later on says. We'll oh, get the there. 80s was man earring. That was different. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh. Wake me up before you go, go. My favorite song of his, Father Figure. I don't know that one. Oh. Sorry, I'm just not a big wham it's person. So, that was a wham that Jordan Michael grow up. Wake me up. <laughs> and then you sing wham again. Ronnie <laughs> <laughs> um, O'Callaghan in Hollywood is seen trying to lure... Eight-year-old uh, Tali Shapiro into his apartment. Uh, Shapiro is found uh, by the police. They kick in his door. They knock on his door and they're like, "What's up?" <laughs> and he's like, uh, "I'm in the shower." And they're like, "You have literally ten seconds." And ten seconds went by, and the cop kicked his door in and ran in, and they found Tali Shapiro uh, beaten, raped, and struggling to breathe. Uh, Rodney Alcala has already fled. And he's going back to school. Uh, Tally Shapiro lives. That's good. She lived. She was the only survivor of one of his attacks. Is she still alive? She is. Yeah, I think so. Because a lot of my information I did, I watched this doc, uh, this documentary while I was feverishly reading his Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And she was interviewed for it. And she she comes back. Don't you worry. Um, He's going back to school. He goes to school under the name John Berger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he is going to NYU. At NYU, he is in the film department, mm-hmm. and he studies under Roman Polanski. Hmm. Right? Wow. Weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, in 71, he gets a job as an arts camp counselor for children. Somehow, that's what happened. <laughs> he, he goes to his camp, and he's working with kids, and that actually becomes his downfall in the end, which is, it's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, as the camp counselor, he gets the job under the name John Berger, but he spells it B-U-R-G-E-R instead of B-E-R-G-E-R. Mm-hmm. He's trying to... You know, throw him off the case. Mm-hmm. Give a little, a little chase. Uh, woo, 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 woo. Uh, around this time, Rodney Alcala strangles, murders, and rapes 23-year-old Cornelia Michelle Crilly. Um, and it's not even, it's not even discovered that it's him that did it until 2011. Wow. That's when this murder took place, but they didn't know about it until very when recently. When did the murder take place? The murder took place in 1971, so it took Jeez. 40 years That's crazy. for them to link this with DNA and with all sorts of stuff back to this uh, absolute monster. Uh, Ronnie Alcala is added to the 10 most wanted list, the FBI, which is like a, a huge deal. He's like a known fugitive. His face is everywhere. He like can't run for much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, two of his camp counselors mm-hmm. noticed the sketch of him at the post office on a most wanted poster mm-hmm. and they rat him out to the police. They're like, yeah, I know that guy. His name is John Berger. Here's pictures of him. Um, obviously his name is not John Berger and they found that out soon because, uh, Rodney Alcala is arrested in New York and is extradited to California. Mm. Um, but Tally Shapiro doesn't testify in his case. Mm. She is still very young and her parents have moved her to Mexico and they refuse to let her, um, go back to the States to testify, which I think is completely rational. Like that little girl has been through so much and to like, force her to have to relive it all over again, like, that is horrifying. And, like, you can make the argument that, like, oh, yeah, but so many more people got caught, but that's, I mean, that's their kid, you know? I don't know what I would do. Um, so, uh, without her, they can't convict him for murder rape, so they try getting him on assault, which they do, but he's paroled after only 17 months. Um, and then, less than two months later, Rodney is arrested for assaulting a 13-year-old. Um, again, he's released after two years, and this was due to a program called uh, indeterminate sentencing, which is where they can like put you in jail and not have like a determined a determined length of time that you're in jail for. So they're like, yeah, you'll go to jail, and we'll like let you out when it's fine, <laughs> you know. So there's no real. It's a lot to do with like prison overcrowding and um, you know things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he's released after two years. Uh, in 1977, his parole officer stupidly allows him to go from L.A. to New York to visit somebody, um, which is ridiculous because he's been nothing but a flight risk this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's believed to have murdered Ellen Jane Hover, Hover um, 23. And she's the goddaughter of Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. She's like the daughter of some famous nightclub owner in the city. In the city. Hmm. So he's just, like, he has this weird thing with, um, like, celebrity almost. Yeah. Um, and then around this time, this is when he was on the dating game. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down what the announcer described him as because I thought it was uh, horrifying. A uh, successful photographer who got his start when his father found him in the dark room at 13 fully developed. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah. And then they're like, he like skydiving and riding his motorcycle. But that, ugh. Yeah. Um, Bachelor number two, Jed Mills, says um, Rodney had bizarre opinions and he was just like really crazy. Um, He ended up winning the date with the the Bachelorette, uh, but she says no. She refuses to go on the date with him. Yeah, I don't blame her. Uh, Yeah, because he was bonker sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he kills three women at least. Probably, and it's it's accredited to him being rejected by the dating show uh, woman. Um, to be brief, to fill in a lot of space, he kills a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of people. Some of which, it's not, he he did such a good job covering his tracks that, like, we don't know the full number. We can only kind of guess. Um, Robin uh, Samso, age 12, disappears between the beach and her ballet class. Uh, Samso's friends say she was approached by a sketchy looking dude 
and they draw a picture of him. They draw a picture. They do a police composite, um, and it's Rodney Alcala. Uh, his P, uh, his uh, parole officer is the one that <laughs> realizes, like, oh, yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> uh, you're supposed to be watching that kid. <laughs> that's your kid to watch. Uh, police then check out his mom, his room at his mom's house and they're going through all his stuff mm. and they find a receipt for a storage locker in Seattle. They go to Seattle and they find uh, Robin Samso's earrings in the storage locker in Seattle. Meanwhile, he's in California. So it's just like all over the place. He's all over the place. Um, they're able to convict him or not convict him to arrest him on that. And this is where all like the court stuff happens. He had multiple trials. I don't want to go into all the trials. That's like, that's a lot of things in the trials. Mm-hmm. Um, he acts, this is so funny to me. He acts as his own attorney in the third trial. He, he acts on oh, behalf of himself. Yeah, I remember that part. Which is something that crazy people do. Ted Bundy did it. Yeah, well, Ted Bundy was a cunning genius. Right, and they, they say a lot of, they always compare this guy to Ted Bundy because he was so charming and he was able to like trick people obviously into doing what he wanted Mm. um he acts as his own attorney he uh he claims that the earrings were his and that he always wore earrings the other bachelor on the show jed mills says that he didn't wear earrings because he would have thought how weird is it that this guy is wearing earrings nobody no guys wear earrings i'm like that's crazy nowadays (laughs) you know everybody's like why don't you have ears pierced i'm like i don't know (laughs) why do you why is it why why uh he speaks in a lower voice and refers to himself in the third person when he's, when he's trying to be the lawyer. Mm. So he'll be like, Mr. Alcala, what were you? And then he'll answer normally. (laughs) Like just crazy people stuff. Um, he, uh, claims he couldn't have been, uh, he couldn't have killed Robin Samso because he was at a Knott's Berry farm job interview. And that was, I think obviously turned out to be a lie. Um, and then he played the song Alice's Restaurant by Arlo Guthrie, uh, where the protagonist tells the psychiatrist he wants to kill. This is what he did acting as his own lawyer in a courtroom. Uh, two days of deliberation, guilty on all five counts. Um, and Tally Shapiro actually testified in this one. She was 50 years old. And she came back. She was attacked at eight years old. She came back at 50 to testify. Um, and he was sentenced to death in 2010, uh, but he's still alive. They haven't executed him. Uh, they probably won't, honestly. He's 75 years old. There are 747 people still awaiting execution in California um, because they can't... California's come under fire for like not having a humane way of killing people. Um whatever that means mm. so lethal injection the way they're doing it isn't humane enough so they can't do it anymore so they're kind of struggling to figure out what to do and meanwhile all these inmates are being added to death row and it's kind of like they're not going to be executed which i don't know i don't know how much of an opinion i have on that but yeah. it's just kind of crazy that they're they're being convicted on death penalty trials and it if you live in california it's almost like the death penalty doesn't exist right you know yeah. nobody's been executed since 2016 um, like I said, uh, Rodney is 75 years old now. He's in uh, prison in California, high security. Uh, he has eight confirmed kills. Mm-hmm. The estimates go as high as 130 victims because wow. he was all over the place. He's in California, Wyoming, New York, um, even in Washington State because he had the storage locker locker up there. He could be responsible for murders up there as well. Right. Um. So he was kind of. All over the place. And that's the story of uh, the dating show killer. Wow. You did a lot more research on this than I did for any of mine. Just letting you know. <laughs> that's fine. But, you know. I just knew how I wanted to tell this. Yeah. Because I've, I've, no- I've known about this guy for a long time. And I've always been fascinated by, like, um, how horrible people can, like, get on television. <laughs> and yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. Be elected to office. And ruin everything. <laughs> um, so yeah. Very cool. That's the then on that. That is the then on that. Um, I was researching things while you were talking mm-hmm. because I realized how little work I put in. Oh my god. Um, That's fine because we can just talk about like all the little odds and ends. Be like, oh, remember that guy? 
So I have one that I hadn't wrote down previously, but I had remembered dirt while you were talking. I mm-hmm. was thinking and I was like, oh man, there's this one thing that I had. I went on this tangent the other day. There's um like creepy mystery, murder mystery things on YouTube where it'll be like half an hour of storytelling. And it's just some guy like with putting pictures up on the YouTube videos and, and telling a really creepy like murder mystery story. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of let it play in the background and I was playing Neopets games one day. All I can think of right now uh-huh. is Burger, Burger King, King foot, foot lettuce. lettuce. Yeah. We have to talk about Burger King foot we lettuce. We already have. I've quoted that so many times in the podcast. And you've <laughs> have you? Known. I have yeah. not been You've paying never attention. known what it is. I'm sorry, I'm not a listener. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to... My story is about... Do you know anything about Brian Wells? Yes. I know a lot about Brian. Do you? Yeah, girl. The pizza bomber. Yeah. Okay, so then am I even telling no, you? No, let's talk about it. Are you going to know more than me? Probably. I don't know. You okay. have the page up right now. Is you know more than everybody. Or is it? This is a good story. It's crazy. It's absolutely I not. I knew nothing Did about you watch this. Evil Genius on Netflix? No, but Mark told me it was great. Girl. It's so, I'll probably, oh, I'll already watch that. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it only because, so I have to be honest. The reason why you I got. Why start now? What? Being honest. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, the reason why this got me so interested, if like truly, is because how disturbing the image was of him with the bomb under his shirt. I know. This one. I know. It's jutting out from under his chin. You can see it strapped onto his chest and there's a t-shirt over him. So he looks like he's almost deformed, but it's a bomb underneath his shirt. Right. So essentially what happens is this guy comes in with this thing bulging under his shirt into a bank and is like, I have a bomb strapped to my chest. Give me the money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They give him like nowhere near the right amount of money. Right. Because they're like, well, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that not only did he have a bomb strapped to his chest, but he also had a gun that was his cane. His cane was a gun. Um, I just thought it was crazy because he started doing all this other stuff so, of course, the bank calls the police because, like, mm-hmm. some guy said he had a bomb. And he's calm. He gets a lollipop on the way out. Yeah. That always freaks me out. Um, yeah, it's very, very creepy. Anyway, um, it turns out that this is, like, a huge... It was, like, this huge elaborate plan. It was, like... It just got deeper and deeper and more involved. And, like, there's so many people involved in that story. Yeah. Um, essentially, what happens is the police find him... At like a Texas roadhouse, like parking lot. And he's like, I have this bomb strapped to my chest. Like I can't get it off. I have these like, you know, these notes that tell me that I have to do this, this and this. And it's like a scavenger hunt to get the bomb off. And I have to take all this money to this place. And they're like, okay. So they have him pretty much like on the ground. He's like getting arrested and he's sitting with a bomb on him. And he's like, why is nobody trying to get this off of me? Yeah, nobody does anything. Nobody does. They're like trying to figure out what to do. And he's like, I'm serious. It's going to go off. It's going to go off. And then essentially like they caught on film, the bomb exploded. and Yeah, died. it is horrible. Yeah. Um, And yeah, like what could the police do? They didn't know if he was like a suicide bomber that could set it off. They yeah. didn't know anything about this guy. But I mean, what I don't understand is why they didn't call the bomb squad and like. This was like middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Like I don't know how fast they would have gotten there. Yeah, he was a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, that was his occupation. So essentially, yeah. Um, he was. He, do you know like the backstory at least? I know that it was like a bunch of people. No, go ahead. Yeah, so it's these two people. It's a man and a woman. I don't remember their names. Del Armstrong. Deal Armstrong. Maybe. Uh, Marguerite or something? Marguerite? Marjorie Deal Armstrong. Marjorie Deal Armstrong, Kenneth yes. Barnes. Um, and Kenneth Barnes. Yeah. Kenneth Barnes was a woman. Or was a... <laughs> <laughs> no! She's a woman. Kenneth, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Kenneth Barnes. <laughs> Get on up. Turn me out! Turn me out! <laughs> Kenneth Barnes has passed away. Uh, oh <laughs> he actually has. Hard cut there. Yeah. He was cut up and put in her freezer. What? She killed him. What? She killed him a long time before oh, she I got into that. Brian Wells. She what? Got, yeah. She's responsible for the Brian Wells thing. She, Her and this guy that she was with, Yeah. they wanted to get a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. They owed somebody money. I don't remember. They talked to a local 
sex worker. Uh-huh. Her name was, I think, Jessica something. Jessica Messica. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Um, but that is my stage name. It's Jennifer Messica Simpson. Jessica Messica. <laughs> um, they asked this sex worker, Jessica, they're like, who do you know that's a that's gullible and we'll do whatever we say and she's like oh i know this guy she, and it's kind of crappy because she was she sold him out they were going to give her money if she found somebody to help them carry out this plot mm-hmm. um so they call the pizza place they have brian wells come to this radio tower in the middle of nowhere and they pretty much like a bunch of people circle him and he's like what's going on and they slap that bomb thing on his chest and they say here you go and they send him off in other words. He's like dropped off somewhere else. So he's going out trying to figure out all these things and it goes off. Mm-hmm. And he he really had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Looking back, like this documentary was called uh, Evil Genius, I think. Mm-hmm. It is bananas. Yeah, like it's super like disturbing. And it's basically. not like what everybody, everybody knows the pizza bomber story, but I don't think people know like how loaded it is. Yeah, there's a lot behind it. Yeah. I didn't realize and I thought it was crazy. Crazy. It's not, I mean, and it's one of those things, and you have more of these to talk about. Mm-hmm. We've always had the fascination of like things being caught like live. Yeah, I don't know why, but the I, freshness of like the surprise or. Yeah, I'm not a big like stories to me don't fiction. do it. No, I'm saying like when people tell me something that happened, mm-hmm. I'm less interested. I like visuals and I like sounds and I like a fe- like, I don't know what it is. I'm very like. I'm a very, like, auditory person. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, there's a lot of... And I've talked about this before. There's videos on YouTube of... I love YouTube. There's videos on YouTube of, like, uh, scariest, creepiest sounds ever recorded or craziest sounds ever recorded. Mm -hmm. Those get to me. More so than, like, stories that have ever been told. I'm like, I don't care. Because I don't... There's nothing tangible for me to, like, get... I, I can't... There's no illicit emotion for me when a story is being told. Yeah. If I can see or hear something, it's a lot different because I feel very, like, involved in Oh, absolutely. It. Which is, like, you know, I'm, that re- relates to everyone. It's just mm-hmm. that some people like stories because they like using their imagination and all. I guess I just don't have one. <laughs> I, or mine's not... Did you have webkins? No. Well, then you had an imagination. <laughs> Those kids didn't. They were like, I don't want to create things for my imaginary stuffed animals to do i'm gonna make the internet do it for me i think webkins was a little after my time oh I mean, it was i'm just being honest i mean i was fully 13 and still playing with webkins oh. <laughs> i had a ton of friends also i wanted to take an asmr break <gasps> thank you it was okay i think mine was better better. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Dum Dum Lollipop would be really nice. This one's like half fallen off. Wait. Okay, I'm done. You're such an ASMR snob. You looked at me during that and went, oh, that was good. <laughs> I do like ASMR. I like only specific ASMR, though. I don't like um, whispers. I know somebody who only likes the eating ASMRs. Can't and I think those. those are foul. Yeah, they're horrible. I oh, my God. I like crinkles. I like um, wood and like people like tapping on stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acrylic nails on stuff. I love that. I like the tapping and I like crinkles and I like people touching paper. I like... I like it because it's white noise, but I've never experienced like the, the, I don't know, the sensation of ASMR. Oh, I have. It never does that for me and that's a bummer. Yeah, I've... But you need to do it right. Like, have you tried it with headphones? Mm, yeah, no, only so have like you, earbuds, but no, not like... you need to. So it makes a big difference if you're wearing headphones. You need mm-hmm. to be in bed, comfy, wearing headphones. Um, it definitely makes a difference. I don't own a bed, so I sleep in a pile of like, eating right into straw. the microphone. <laughs> stop, stop. It's Halloween. Oh, Halloween ASMR. No. Get if up you, on this gig. If you don't stop. <laughs> if you don't. Okay. Um. I didn't really talk as long as you did. I could go. I could just talk about another one. Let's talk about creepy stuff. Okay. Creepy stuff. Well, okay. So we're talking about like live TV things. Do you know about the Max Headroom incident? Yeah, I do. And it doesn't, it doesn't disturb me that much. That doesn't like kind of creep you out that somebody could just like hack into the TV. I mean, I guess (laughs) in in retrospect, it is really creepy because at the time it would have taken somebody with like. It would have it would have been a really big deal for somebody at that time to be able to do that. 
Um, mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know who's listening, the Max Headroom incident was in 1978, 1980 something. Sounds right. It was either 1978 or 1987. Or I'm making those numbers up. 1985. Beep, boop. I can't say hey Siri when you're yelling over me. Oh. <laughs> my God. Um. Okay, so now I have to look this up and all I'm getting is the character in other media okay I'm stop please stop <laughs> I, I hear it so hard in my headphones <laughs> oh my god okay 19 I was right 1987 Work! oh my god it was a Chicago based um, television program mm-hmm. and out of nowhere it just started airing this guy in a Max Headroom um, mask. mask doing, saying weird stuff like garbage. With a wavy and, background. Yeah, and, and then there was like French some lady. spanking. Yes, a woman in a French maid's outfit spanking him. And, and they can't figure out where it came from or who did it. I just think that's so, I don't know. I love that it's never been solved. Yeah. It really is like a modern day D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Oh, um, I have something that's creepy. Just like a thing that I know about that I just thought about. Speaking of like broadcasting and air, we're on the air right now. Um, and then we both get murdered. No. Oh my God. <laughs> There's this uh, radio channel. I don't know where. You know about this? Russia maybe? Yeah, yeah. The Russian radio channel. And it's just putting out weird shit. Yeah. Every yeah. like 10 years, you can hear it saying like numbers in succession. It's crazy. Is it every 10 years? It's like every, yeah, I think it's every, like... Listen, if you're coming to this podcast for facts, I think you, I think you know better. You're the wrong place. Um, I usually... Speak freely, my friend. Let's make, like, let's make things up. (laughs) Yeah, did you know that Aaron is a butt? Did you know that I invented uh, Taylor Swift? (laughs) You invented her? I invented her, but I did it before I invented Adele. Because she's older than Adele. (laughs) It's not even true. Um, oh my god, did you see this is a did very you know strange like left turn. Did you see Cher on Ellen? She played a game. We were talking she was about like, we just started talking about the radio station and then just completely. We're gonna threw go it back to it, I okay. promise. <laughs> Cher goes or Ellen goes, uh <laughs> she's like, name three people you want to do a duet with, and she has to answer in three seconds. And she goes, Cher. Adele, uh Pink, uh, not Madonna. <laughs> I was like, oh, as she shouldn't, girl. That's my girl right there. This Russian radio station that yeah. emits random things. Yeah, you hear like screaming and women talking in the background. Mm-hmm. Some creepy. people have said it's like a, uh, like a spy thing. Ooh, I hate it. It's so weird. What are you doing? What are you? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I unplugged the light and it got spoopy again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think it's like every ten years or so. I think it's ten. I don't know. It's either a year or ten years. I don't remember. Um. It starts in like letting off like number sequences, which is so weird. Yeah, and I, I just think in a time where we have like all the answers we need at the, our fingertips. Yeah, the things that we don't know about things that, obviously, like a oh, human yeah. being did that, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't know anything about it. I think that's yeah, fascinating I love and creepy. Things things that we can't figure out. I think that's why people are so interested in them. Did you? I don't know if you remember this. I think it was last year. There was this huge thing on social media. This kid posted up on his social media account. First, I'll tell it in the order that it happened. First, um, he says that, oh, some guy came up to me in front of my house and took a picture of my face with flash on and I couldn't see who it was and then he left. That was weird. Like, I'm kind of creeped out. The next day, he goes, I just got this really weird voicemail. And he puts it up on Twitter thinking, does anyone know what this means? I have no clue what this is. And it's a woman, I don't remember what it's called. It's um when you use like um words to describe a letter. Text. Oh, um where it's like alpha is A. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha beta. Yeah. There's a word for that, I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's a bunch of that. Alpha Bravo. Yeah. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's like it's like a military kind it of is. way it's of mili- speaking, yes, right? It okay. Is. Um, anyway, he got a voicemail of like a long string of those Ellie. and somebody, um, decoded it and it was saying something like, um, I forget what exactly what it this said. This is so, I've never heard this. Oh really? It's so creepy. The, the internet was freaking out over it for a long time, but essentially the, 
Um, it's and don't the, tell me it was fake. No, it wasn't. Okay. The kid actually got the voicemail. Like he said, he was like, I had no idea because I hate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Shane Dawson interviewed <laughs> <No>. him. <laughs> Shane Dawson interviewed the kid and he was like, no, no, it's, I really got it. Um, oh man. Welcome to the Shane Dawson podcast Halloween special. <laughs> um, um, so I'm trying to remember what Allie, it said. That, can you imagine? So you're, you're in your front lawn at night and you just see flash and somebody walks away. Okay. Oh my God. That's horrifying. Okay. So yeah, the kid's name was Ty. Um, and creepy military voicemail warnings of impending doomsday sends internet into meltdown. Um, essentially, Twitter users started to decipher what it was saying. Um, and they figured out that it said, Danger, SOS. It is dire for you to evacuate. Be cautious. They are not human. SOS, danger, SOS. And then it started giving coordinates. Yeah. So the internet was freaking out. The kid started getting um, on his Twitter, and he wasn't joking. He actually, I think he said that later he thought, he started getting like. Somebody was messing with him. Yeah. He yeah. started getting messages from accounts that were just made. They were like Indonesian and Malaysian accounts that were saying like, take down that post, delete that post, get rid of that. You can't let people see that, all this stuff. And um, he's saying that it was like, I should probably include this happened a few days ago, but I got a voicemail and I'm really about to remember, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, the coordinates, somebody on Twitter, when he put it up, found out that it's near Malaysia. So he said, someone was like, oh, it's very close to where the Malaysian airline flight MH370 vanished from the radar. Yeah. And so people started speculating, saying like, are you saying that Malaysian flights, uh, 370 encountered something non-human? Um, it's a police code, danger, SOS, blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. And the coordinates. It was just very, very, like, he started getting Morse code on his Twitter, and it was very creepy. People started freaking out, and I don't know. It was it was just very creepy. And honestly, Ugh. why this story resonates with me again is because you they he has the recording. You can listen to yeah. it. And it's just, I don't know why, but the way that it was, like, the woman's voice, it's, she's very, like... Um, uh, robotic, like Delta, Alpha, Omega. Yeah, or like text-to-speech. Yeah. Ugh. Very creepy. Um, I advise listening to it if you want to be creeped out. Well, the whole voicemail thing and the whole hearing the killer mm-hmm. or the hearing, you know, creepy mm-hmm. things is why one of my favorite things about the Zodiac Killer is that, like, he called, like, into talk shows. Mm-hmm. He wrote to the police. He, like, taunted the police. Mm-hmm. And nobody could find him. And that's what makes me think he was a cop. Wait, who are we talking about again? The Zodiac Killer. Oh, yeah. Because the Golden State Killer, he was a cop, I think. The yeah. one that was recently just caught. Mm-hmm. It has to be somebody who, like, knows how yeah, law like, enforcement who else, works. Who else would have known? I don't know if this... I, this was probably someone messing with him. I think to an extent, yeah. Yeah. If the, the if somebody taking a picture of him on his front lawn, I think for me, that is the scariest part. Yeah. The other stuff... Eh, I can, like, see... I can disprove those. If he really... Somebody came up was, like, flash and ran away. Yeah. Oh my god, that that, that yeah. really resonates with me. Somebody <laughs> don't took, take my picture. Somebody took the numbers that were in the voicemail and they said, um, they once they figured out the numbers like like alphanumerical, it said they are taking over. That's what it that's what it translated to. And then it gave a date four eighteen two thousand eighteen. Apparently, people were saying like, oh, the world's gonna end on <laughs> April eighteenth, and I was ready for it. I was like, unfortunately, Let it we're still here. Yeah, this was a while ago. This happened. Um, someone else, they're communicating normal. They, I can't communicate normally. They're watching. Beware. It's John Bonet Ramsey. Oh, stop. Who do you think did it? Oh, here we go. Okay. I'm sitting in my car in front of my house in front in my car. And this guy started taking pictures of my house, like with flash. Then he walked away with what it's literally 3am. I'm going to die tonight. Ugh. Yeah. That's really creepy. Ugh. Yeah. That's horrible. That one creeps me out. I don't like that one. Ugh. Yeah, doesn't that give you the heebie-jeebies? Can we plug the light back in? <laughs> no. <laughs> you need to feel spooked. Allie, what kind of stuff did you go as for Halloween? What do you mean? Like as a kid. Oh. um, I used to make my costumes a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was a big, like, make it at home girl. And it wasn't like a, oh, we don't have money. I just wanted to make my costume. No, my mom always made mine, and they were way better than yeah, everybody but, else's. Yeah, exactly. I always thought they were better quality than, like, yeah. going to get that cheapo costume from the costume store. It's boring. Yeah. You know? Like, okay, everyone is a sexy <laughs> When maid. I did that, I, I always tell this story. One of my first Halloweens. <laughs> I'm a sexy what? I'm a, it doesn't matter when you're a kid and you're a sexy anything. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a corn girl. What was that? <laughs> What did you just send me, you monster? Don't ever <laughs> talk about that on the podcast. I'm a corn girl. Again. I'm just like dressed up like corn. Oh my like god, sexy corn. <laughs> Mom being corn. That's I like I will hot. be sexy corn this year. I'm. Oh, I found this thing on Facebook. It was like somebody had looked up. It was on like a like a the shit posting like a meme meme thing. yeah. Where it was like vegan Halloween costume, and it was some girl dressed as a, a bag of dye shredded cheese, which is like a vegan product. I was like, Work. yes. I was like, I'm going to do that. What's scarier than vegan cheese, am I right? It's good. No, it is good. I know. I've had it. Shut your mouth. All right. What were we saying? Um, I went as the green M&M when I was a kid. I oh, always tell right. everybody. I, yeah, and looking back, I don't know if I even knew it was a girl. And who cares? I was just, I wanted to be the green one. Yeah. She was the best. Yeah. And I was. Thanks, I, ma- I made a costume one year when I was in seventh grade. I was Sally from The Name Before Christmas. Ooh, my sister did that once. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I was uh, Alice in Wonderland, but I was like a scene version. Because of course you were. It was 2008 and I hated myself. Alice in Hot Topic. Yeah. I think I have a picture. I had like super thick eyeliner on. My hair was I think teased. I've seen this picture maybe. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, um, my mom made me a Swedish chef costume oh, that's where the nose was like sewn into the hat mm-hmm. and the rest, it all had hair. So it just like went on as one headpiece. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. It was so good. I don't, I can't think of like what I was as like a kid. Oh, I know I was, um, I was Buttercup from the Powerpuff Girls one year and I went to school as her. And the only reason why I remember the costume is because it came with, you know, how their eyes were like enormous. Oh, no. It came with these, like, glasses that were their eyes that went on your face. That's... And you, like, saw no. through it. But they were painful. It was plastic. So, it, like, it was very thin yeah. plastic that pushed up against your nose. And I remember being so uncomfortable with them on. Oh. Yeah. So, I was her. I like that you went as the gay one. I love Buttercup. <laughs> she was my favorite. Bubbles was my favorite. I related and to And I think Buttercup. that's us. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, our That's is. our relationship. Is we have a blossom? <laughs> um... We're now holding auditions for our Blossom, blah, 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 blah. the Powerpuff Girl. Oh my god. Who wants to be our Blossom? I don't think Mark is... I don't want to ever ask that question again. <sighs> I'm going to barf. Next. Um, <laughs> Ian, my brother, went as a serial killer. Of and course. there was boxes of cereal all over him that were stabbed. I love that. That was really fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... Halloween was always so fun. My mom always made like the best costumes. I went as Dr. Mario one year. That was awesome. weird. Um, I had a pill bottle with jelly beans. <laughs> oh. Everything was thought of. That's very you know? thoughtful, yeah. Um, I was Eeyore one year. Do you want to hear? Uh... But can I just tell you something really quick? First of all, I have two stories for this one. One, to make the Eeyore costume, I cut up an old shirt that turned out to be made of cashmere, and my mom was very upset about it. <laughs> Whose old shirt was it? It was like my sister's or it was like my sister's hand-me-down that I had and I never wore because it was itchy. So I cut it up into your ears. And my mom's like, which shirt did you cut up for these? And I was like, oh, that gray one. And she was like, yep, that was cashmere. <laughs> like, you dumbass. Wow. Um, my tail was like a... Um, a it was bath- made out of mink? No, it was like, a, it was a bathrobe tie. And then I just put like a bow on the end of it. Yeah! And then Come on, I, dual purpose. Yeah. So I had a, I had one of those. I was such a kid. Oh my god. I don't. Even, I was really young. I had just like a gray beanie with those things coming off. That thing sticking out of my pants. And then I just had like a gray like hoodie that I like had very like Ariana Grande style falling off the side. Oh of my, my god. So yeah. you were like they call that Disney bounding, where you like dress as a Disney character would look in like street clothes. That's exactly what I was doing. I love that. But I was just like I didn't really I didn't want to do anything for a costume. But anyway, one of the boys in my class, boys in my class used to pick on me to no end. I do it right now. I clearly. But that's Cleaning. all they did when I was in <laughs> elementary school. When I was really uh, young, all they did, the boys would pick on me. And I hate that that's true. I hate that. And it probably was. It's so stupid. It probably was, which is annoying. There was uh, mostly girls in my class. We were 20 girls and 10 boys. 
Um, there were 30 kids in your class? How many yeah. teachers were in that room? One. Oh my God. Yeah, we, I was always in the largest group of kids. I don't know why. But yeah, we were 20 girls and 10 boys. Um, and what, I, I'll never forget it. But I, I worked on this costume. I made it the night before. I went in school. One of the kids came up to me and goes, you know you look terrible, right? What was he dressed as? I don't remember. How do you not remember? <laughs> all I remember is I remember everybody who's ever said you know something you don't mean look to me. Good, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all I, I remember saying, yeah, I know. <sighs> I know, right? I think I know. <laughs> right? Because I've been yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I I look dumb, whatever. I've <laughs> <laughs> been there. Oh my god. I just I will never forget it because it was so like, I don't know. And now I look back and it sucks because it's like all those boys had a crush on me. Every single one. Yeah. All of them made fun of me. Yeah. Ah, a little bit. And I was the first girl to like get boobs in my class. That's oh, why. Same. Those little <laughs> those little boys were like, why do I like her? Yeah. What's going on? She makes me feel about my mom. I don't understand. Oh she makes me have weird feelings inside. I got it. Yeah. One time I was at a party with my friends and one of the boys, we were dancing and one of the boys came up to me and punched me right in the gut and then ran away. That's how Harry Houdini died. And oh. He died on Halloween. Yeah, but he it wasn't on Halloween. Oh. Yes, he, he did. No, I'm saying I didn't get punched in the stomach on Halloween. <laughs> That's not. No, no, no. I, I didn't. Yes, he did. Don't tell me shit about Harry Houdini. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so, and then I, like, I remember my friend's mom took me into the kitchen and was like, are you okay? What happened? And I was like, it hurts so bad. Because when you get punched on the stomach, it's like you can't even talk. What? No. Hold on one second. What boy is raised that it's okay to punch a woman in the stomach? I couldn't even tell her what happened because I was in so much pain. You get the wind, like, knocked out of you. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. She was like, who hurt you? Is it your nose? And I was, like, crying because I was, like, holding my mouth because I felt like I was going to puke. I felt like I was going to die. And then the kid, like I told people later, he came up and punched me right in the stomach. I saw him. And they yelled at him. And he's like, it's because I like her. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> you know where you punch her? In the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Square right in the heart. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so stupid. In the heart. In the heart. Yeah, where that it matters. Is, why, why did that have to happen to me? Boys are dumb. Yeah. I was, Okay. And people I know we're why getting I'm off. Like, Men suck. We're getting off the Halloween topic. But this is spooky. But I had a conversation with my boyfriend today. Uh oh. Because yeah, both of us are in the food service industry. We're both in like front of the house where we have to like entertain people. Yeah. And I texted him today. Um, a gentleman at my job today was like not even slightly discreet with wanting to um, have sexual relations with me. What the hell? Like he was. Without saying it, he said basically everything else. Oh my god! He's like, uh, I'm gay, and I'm just like, where do people go to like meet up and like, you know, get to know each other and have oh some fun? Like literally, those words were the ones he used. What and I was like, I don't know. There's bars. I I yeah, was like, what? I don't know what to tell you. He gave me his business card. We can put him on blast right now. I got him in my pocket. Yikes. I'm not gonna do that. No. Because he had a giant schnauzer, like a dog, not his wiener, like a big dog. <laughs> I thought you meant his nose. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> He had the biggest penis nose. I swear. It was huge. <laughs> no, it's like texted Fletcher and he was like, yeah. And he's right. He's like, it happens all the time. And it's so true. Like these predatory older gay men, mm-hmm. they like, I don't know. They like talk to me like, they talk to us like meat. And I'm not meat. I'm mostly Chicken cheese little, and bread. And I'm not a coward. I'm not a coward. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, this guy, I hope I'm not exposing Fletcher. Why would you be exposing Fletcher? He, anytime I talk anything about his personal life, he's like, don't tell me. He's fiercely private. <laughs> Has he been listening to our podcast? He claims he does. This will be the test if he starts a fight with me or not. <laughs> no, Fletcher. But you didn't say anything bad about him. Not yet, girl. Said... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. <laughs> uh, all you said was that Fletcher said it happens all no, the time. No, it happens to him. He's, he was telling me about one time he, um, he was saying goodbye to a guest and he leaned in and hugged him and whispered in Fletcher's ear like, if you ever want a daddy... Here's my number. And gave him his, like, slipped his business card into his pocket. And I fully believe it. Oh, my God. One time, I don't think I've told anybody this, except I maybe think I told you. I'm 
sorry, but I just looked over we're talking- and you were pointing at <laughs> One time. You want to talk about scary things? We're going to talk about how much men are fucking pigs. <laughs> One time when I was coming back from my externship from um, in Disney World, I was flying from Orlando to JFK. Yeah. This guy, I fell asleep on the plane. Oh, yeah. You told me and that. I woke up and his hand was underneath me. Yeah. It was under my ass. Yeah. And I like, I was like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. And I've never, I never talked about it. And then he, um, he found me at baggage claim and he was like, do you want to hang out? And I was like, no, I don't know why you I want you to walk away. To, like security and be like that man assaulted me on the phone. I didn't know. I didn't realize that that's what had happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took me a long time. And I like, I, it's not something that has affected me very seriously. It's something that I'm just like, ew. Ew. You know why? No, yeah. Because I'm a I, sleep I... farter. <laughs> Not what I was expecting you to say. I am. And I hope, I hope I did it. That's what he wanted. <laughs> oh, maybe. Like, Never mind. I take it back. Really you don't get my farts. People farting on the plane. <laughs> no. I'm really into farts it. Farts with consent only. <laughs> Hashtag consent farts. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So that's what's, that's what's really scary this Halloween. We didn't Men. get to... Did you have more stories than just the No, I guy? just wrote the one. Okay, okay. And I picked up the pace because I felt like it wasn't that interesting. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it was because I was scrolling on my phone while you were talking and I had don't, nothing. Don't, don't worry about anything. I was looking for other stories because I was like, oh man, I have one-liners in a... my book. guy walks into a bar. Um, I think this was a successful Halloween. Happy Halloween. What are you guys going as? Tell me right now. Allie, be quiet. They're talking. Okay. I'm sorry. Somebody just said, Melissa McCarthy is Sean Spicer. Oh, that's so funny. That's a great costume. That's a really deep costume. There's a lot of layers to that. The costumes on Bob's Burgers this year were hysterical. I haven't watched it in a long time. Louise went as the dragon with the girl tattoo. I love that so She was much. dressed as a dragon and had just like a stick figure girl on her arm. I was like, everything, Louise. That's very, very clever. Uh, Tina went as a nun with a briefcase and she said, do you know what my costume is? And people go, no, what? And she'd go, none of your business. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. What was, what was, what was. Oh, Jean was, was, um, Jean yeah, was, name. um. Andre 3000 the giant. So he was Andre the giant and Andre 3000. Oh my God. Like it was just so. That's amazing. <laughs> Regular size Rudy went as uh, Paul Rudd from I Love You Man. <laughs> he's just in like, he's basically wearing what I'm wearing now. It's a sweater and a t-shirt. <laughs> it's a sweater and a shirt over it. He's like oh. iconic. It's an iconic costume. It is pretty iconic. Everybody be safe this Halloween and know that. No, um, don't. Go to the house. Oh, go buck wild. No, that's what I was just going to say. You know, um, all that's not true. Nobody's, yeah. there's never been a case can of I, that. Can I just say, you know, when you're kids and everyone's like, you have to check your kids' candy because they're putting drugs and stuff now. Yeah. And I'm like, who is giving in out? the world is like, I'm going to give my expensive ass drugs i'm gonna give my hard-earned ecstasy to children who won't even appreciate it because that makes sense they're just gonna like take it on be like oh i'm sick and it's like yeah because you didn't pace yourself you idiot (laughs) (laughs) that makes no sense if you're giving out ecstasy to kids yeah for what yeah that's the stupidest thing you think halloween changes all the rules and they're like free lsd and they're just throwing acid in the sky it's so ridiculous Guys, drugs cost money the only time aren't worth it the only time it was ever reported that candy was poisoned this guy poisoned his kid because he just took out a life insurance policy on them and he put cyanide in a pixie stick and he gave them to some of the kid's friends well, that doesn't make any sense. And he's in jail forever. Well, he might be dead by now. That was a long time ago. I hope he did. I hope he dead too. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I hope he's dead. And then I was going to say, died. I hope he died. I hope he died. <laughs> I hope he dead. So noises came out. What's wrong life? with you? I say you, he did. <laughs> what is that from? I think it's from Family Guy. Oh, okay. Because he's like, can I speak to the colonel at fried chicken, at KFC? At fried chicken. At fried chicken. <laughs> We can't use brand names. <laughs> At Southern State Deep Fried Poultry. Oh, can Kennedy Fried Chicken. <laughs> no. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. I'm so hyped about Halloween. I love when we t- we go from Kennedy Fried Chicken to Halloween. 
in an instant. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait until Thursday when all the candy goes on sale. Yeah. All the Pillsbury cookie dough pre-portioned ones with the ghost yeah. and the pumpkins are on sale. Because I love a bargain and I like, I'm, you know, I have Halloween. A, I have a huge bowl of vegan and allergy-friendly candies this year, kiddos. So. And I have just a bowl of loose peanuts and bacon fat. So if you just to uh, combat that. if you need some uh, teal pumpkin, oh by the way, we should talk about the teal pumpkin real quick. If you are planning on giving out allergy-friendly candy this year, put out a pumpkin that you've painted teal. Most places are selling the teal paint. Just a fun fact. I'm a big advocate for people with allergies and food dietary restrictions. So I didn't get teal paint, but I'm here anyway. And I'm actually against telling people about food allergies so i just like switch all the wrappers i I, like rub peanut butter on everything i really stray cats into the neighborhood yeah i I planted poison ivy last year Mm -hmm. grew really nicely can't wait for next year's bloom thank you guys for listening i wish you wouldn't i hope that you enjoyed our aaron's book report and then my brain regurgitation yeah i hope it spooked you and i hope um, I hope you listen next week. And I hope you're ready for Christmas because it's only 55 days away. Girl, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And as always, that's the that on the. See you next week <laughs> on the podcast show. Okay. <laughs>